What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey gang, welcome back to Out of Bounds. I'm Phil, and as always, I'm joined by my main man, Kyle. Kyle, what's happening? Well, usually I am your main man, but I think today we have our first on-air dispute. I don't know if it's our domestic. Yeah, I don't know if it's our, our first dispute, but um, it's going to be the worst one yet. It, it's it's significant. It's significant because it's the the conference championship week. We've got two awesome awesome games uh in store tomorrow i'm excited to talk about them you're probably right i'm probably wrong uh that was the the theme last week you captured over four units of profit last week brother yeah four and a quarter uh good week uh i know i had the um you know two the two i basically hit all the games correct but uh the only one that I, I I did have a little issue with was I had the Jags money line, which still I think should have hit. It didn't, but uh, but yeah, man, I, I hit the Bengals Bengals money line. Birds obviously came through, and uh, everything else. So it was a, it was a good week, but I wasn't the only one positive, my friend. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You know, I, I buried the lead there. No, I made two and a half units as well. Um, I I was, uh, you know tossed aside by the 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 uh chiefs game there you know the the last minute backdoor cover um you know but i've been i've been pretty fortuitous this year with some backdoor cover so i'll I'll take one going the other way uh but the three unit monster on the uh san francisco 49ers i think we both saw that one coming um so I, i made two and a half units really really happy with the week and we're moving on uh the lines are super super sharp in my opinion and we have seen just some crazy line movement in this first game um, that we'll talk about, and we'll we'll save the Niners Eagles for last. But in this Bengals Chiefs game, man, uh, we saw the Bengals open uh, at, as three point dogs, and then later in the week they moved to uh, two and a half point favorites. I mean that that is unheard of, and it all hinges on the ankle of Patrick Mahomes. Now this game is going to be played in Arrowhead. We've got a total that has fallen from 52 and a half at the open to 48 across the board. You can have the Bengals on the money line plus 106. You can lay a buck 20 with the Chiefs. What are you doing in this game, man? Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, 
you said it right. The it's the Mahomes effect. You know, it 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 can completely change lines on on us. So that's what happened here. Um, I'm glad that I waited because uh, I'm on the Bengals out right here. I'm on Bengals money line. Uh, I think that they are whether Mahomes is healthy or not. I think they're the better team. I think that they're truly the hottest team in football. Um, even hotter than, you know, people want to give the 49ers credit for. Uh, I've got the Bengals all day. They are tried and true. They're tested. Uh, this season, I mean, you know, they didn't they didn't have the easy road this year to get, you know, to get through everything. So uh, last year I know that the Chiefs played the Bills, which helped the Bengals, I believe, in the playoffs last year. It allowed them to only have to play one of those teams. Um I believe that they're good enough this year to play both of them and win. Uh, this team is stacked to the nines offensively. Defensively, they they play above their their ability. Honestly, it's 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 pretty incredible. There's not a ton of star talent on that defense, and uh, they just seem to they seem to hold teams low enough that it lets their offense just do its thing. And realistically, that's all you need. Um, you know, you just need a, a bend, but don't break defense when your offense is as talented as the Bengals are. Um, in this game in particular, I, I think that the Chiefs are going to have a lot of issues stopping Jamar Chase. Uh, I think that this is going to be a really big Jamar Chase. I expect it to be close to 200 yards for, for Chase this, this week. Um, I, I, don't, I don't think the Chiefs have anything to stop him. And they've been – there's a lot of trash talk going on in this game. There's there's the talks of Burrowhead and 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 whatnot. Um, I think the Chiefs are in a little bit of trouble, and I know that we've seen videos all week of Mahomes kind of getting around, and it seems like he's putting some some decent weight on that ankle. It seems like it's okay. Listen, I I don't I don't know if it's a body double. I know that there's a lot of talk about that going on. I don't know what it is. That dude must have his shoe and ankle taped to the absolute nines and it's fine to run around on when your ankle can't move but when you're on a football field and you're getting tackled it's going to be a little bit different um i'm expecting Mahomes to be more injured than what people are giving him credit for and i think that this is going to be a big issue for them in this game so i am on a unit for the money line for the Bengals. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm totally with you. Uh, earlier in the week when I saw that opener, the, the two and a half, I immediately put in a teaser, uh, the Bengals plus eight and a half, and then I did it with San Francisco plus nine. Uh, and then when it went to Kansas City plus a two and a half, I took the other side. I took Kansas City, teased that up to eight and a half with San Francisco plus nine. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for a middle here. Um, but, you know, a lot of the things you, you say resonate with me. You know, uh, we saw Patrick Mahomes and all the, the videos. I'm sure everybody's seen it, uh, you know, but he's not cutting. He's not running. Um, he's not changing direction. Sure. Straight line. OK. But what happens, you know, he makes his hay being elusive. And, you know, his escapability is now in question. So, OK, they're probably going to shoot him with a tour at all shot and, and turn the clock back and he'll be feeling great. Who knows? But once you once you tweak that thing, it can set you all the way back, right right back to to where you were. So I, I'm just not a big believer in it. I, I would rather have Joe Burrow 
Joe Cool, um, you know, lead my offense. And I, I know you talked about Jamar Chase. I'm kind of in, in another boat here. I, I like T. Higgins this week. I'm on his over receiving yards of 58 and a half. Um, I'm on Joe Mixon under 59 and a half rushing yards. So I, I think that, you know, uh, because Joe Burrow is so fast at getting the ball out, I, I, I think the, the thing with Mixon having, you know, almost 100 yards last week was kind of an anomaly um, in the snow. And, and you know this, we, you know, we talked a little bit, but in the snow, the offense has a, a bit of uh, more of an edge. They know where they're going. The defense has to react in the snow that's amplified. So yes, you know, Joe Burrow was without three of the starting offensive linemen, but you know, the, the damage was kind of controlled by how fast he was able to get the ball out. And plus it snowed. So, I mean, that, that was very helpful. So uh, how do you feel about that, that Cincinnati offensive line? Will it be able to hold up against the pass rush of the, the chiefs? Yeah. I mean, I, I, their offensive line is, it gets pressures, right? Um, I think they were, I think they ended the season number one in, in, in pressure rate. Um, they, they're a team that can kind of put some pressure at you, but it's not really sending four men alone. They're a team that blitzes, they blitz correctly. Uh, they're very, very smart up front on that, on that front four and, and in that front seven, uh, which they have to be because, Outside of Chris Jones, there's not a ton of star or uh, uh, what's his name. There's not a, a ton of star power. Um, so it's Frank you know, Clark. I think, yeah, th- those are your, those are your only two guys there. Um, but you know, they had number one in pressures, but it didn't lead to a ton of sacks this year. And if there's going to be a couple quarterbacks in the league that are going to give you trouble, that you know. Pressure is fine, but, you know, as a quarterback, you have to keep a cool head when you're getting pressure. You have to know your your offense. You have to know your reads. You have to be able to read the defense beforehand, and you have to have a quick release. Joe Burrow checks every one of those boxes. Um, pressure alone is not something that I worry about. If the Chiefs had the number one pressure rate and they were number, you know, one in sacks, then that's that's a little bit scary. Then, then it's like, okay, these guys pressure you all day. They get to them, uh, you know. They're going to have to do a lot of one-read stuff. They're going to have to, you know, shorten this field a little bit, uh, especially with the three, maybe two this game, offensive linemen that are going to be out. And, uh, you know, one thing that, you know, sucks for the Bills last week is Von Miller didn't play. Uh, Von Miller is the type of guy who can change a game and he can go in there and, and completely wreck it. So that was one thing that the Bengals had kind of going for them last week with with missing a couple guys. But realistically, it didn't matter. Joe Burrow looked fine. He didn't have any issues. Uh, that offense looked great. I'm not worried about the Chiefs at all. Um, and, you know, kind of just going back to what you said, yeah, you know, as a quarterback, you have to be able to plan. You have to be able to, uh, you know, and that's his back foot. That's, you know, that's coming out of a drop. That's pressure every single drop. And you can take as many practice reps as you want. Nothing is going to be like a game when you are in that situation. So, you know, the combination of that, like you said, you can walk in a straight line and and jog in a straight line all you want. It's completely different. You can walk down a podium all you want and, and look okay. And it's, it's, it, it doesn't matter. That thing's going to be hurting him by halftime. And I think that, 
that is ultimately going to spell disaster for them. Uh, you know, I know we both watched the games last week. Jacksonville was getting after him a little bit. Um, I mean, he he got hurt on a sack or at least a, you know, a quarterback hit. I, I can't remember if he actually – if it registered as a sack or not or he got it out. But, you know, he was sandwiched between the two guys. The first three drives, he was running all over the place back there. Yeah, he was um, running for his life. Yeah, and I, it's not going to get any better by going against this Bengals defense. Um, guys like Trey Hendrickson and, and and some of the guys that they have out there are a little scary to play. Um, you know, the Chiefs' offensive line isn't great. It's a decent middle-of-the-road offensive line in, in the NFL. And when you have the star ability of Patrick Mahomes and the offensive guru mind of Andy Reid, you're able to only have to need a mediocre offensive line, and you can get through a lot of stuff. Patrick Mahomes Patrick Mahomes puts a Band-Aid on a lot of wounds that this team has that you don't know that they have. A hurt Patrick Mahomes cannot do the same thing. I think you're going to see down numbers by Pacheco this game, and I think they're going to run him too. But I think yards per carry is going to be low. I think there's going to be issues in this game. I think that you're going to see the only one that really kind of has a normal, quote-unquote normal game is going to be Travis Kelsey just because he's a freak of a human being. Uh, But everybody else I think is going to be down, man. I think that this is going to be um, a a bit of a rough game. And it's crazy because we sit back and we think about these two games and we're like, oh, Bengals-Chiefs. Uh, oh, you know, Eagles 49ers, this this is it. I mean, that's the the one, the two one seeds and the two seed on the NFC side, and this should have been two seed on the AFC side. So it's like, oh, these are the two best teams on both sides. Like, this is going to be awesome. And I think both of them are going to be kind of a little ugly this week. Yeah, um, I, I think the 49ers do do beat the shit out of the Eagles. You're, you're right about that. Listen. Before we get to that, before I, 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 I jump through this podcast bubble just to smack you, um, this Bengals team, Joe Burrow is 3-0 against a healthy Patrick Mahomes. And not for nothing, but this game means a hell of a lot. This game means a ton in a longer run. This is realistically – It's a legacy game. This is a, this is a game for a crown of, an, of the AFC – Patrick Mahomes was touted as as baby goat. Oh, it's baby goat. Oh, he's going to be the best quarterback. If I got to listen to Nick Wright one more time, suck Patrick Mahomes' dick right on fucking Fox Sports 1, I'm going to shoot myself. I mean, this is – it's awful watching what these guys say about him. He's won one Super Bowl. Yes, he threw for 50 touchdowns. He's he's an amazing quarterback. But Brady had three by now, right? Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure he did. So, I mean, listen, it, it, you can't baby goat the goat when you're not even at his level yet. So, and the AFC is is not easy pickings. I mean, you got Josh Allen who's going to be there a long time. You have Joe Burrow who's going to be there a long time. Both of them are younger than Patrick Mahomes. Both of them are very, very close to his skill level. Allen took a dip this year. Burrow just continues to rise. And, I mean, listen, Mahomes is fantastic. But 
you'll wonder how long they're going to be able to pay their weapons, how long they're going to be able to pay Travis Kelsey. And you wonder about these teams who are going to keep getting better. So this game, I, I think Mahomes is in a lot of trouble. Yeah, I mean, I also like uh, Mahomes under passing yards. Uh, I think that opened this week at 273 or something. And I liked it then, and I, I just I forgot about it. And then uh, later in the week, I looked, and it was 283 and a half. So I, I you know, I kind of got lucky there. So I'm, I'm on, I'm on his under. I'm on Joe Burrow not to throw an interception. I like that a lot. Um, yeah. I, I just, I, I see this just like you, and um, you know, the Bengals roll, and I, I don't, I don't see it any other way. I, I don't think, you know, it being an Arrowhead affects Joe at all. The guy is just cool as a cucumber. And, yeah. you know, I, I think, you know, he, he doesn't do – he's not, like, as flashy as Patrick Mahomes, and he, he, he doesn't, you know, he's not as menacing as, as Josh Allen or have the arm strength as Josh Allen, but I think he's better than both of those guys. And we're, we'll probably see it play out that way, you know, throughout their careers, and it's cool because they're all playing at the same time. You know, these are three yeah. really talented dudes all in the same conference, and, you know, we're going to get to see this for the next eight or ten years, which is – which is pretty cool. So, yeah. And I think it's just to kind of piggyback off what you're saying there. Um, these guys are all competitors and they want to be better. Joe Burrow wants to be better than Mahomes. He wants to be known as better than Mahomes. And if Mahomes goes out there hobbled and loses, Mahomes isn't going to lose a ton of uh, a ton of ground in that race between him and Burrow. He's not. I mean, you're going to have the Mahomes faithfuls unless Burrow wins a Super Bowl. Now, if Joe Burrow goes out there and loses to a Mahomes with a high ankle spree, it's going to create a lot of ground. I don't care that he's three and one. It's going to create, oh, remember what Mahomes did? Remember when he went out there and beat him? He had a high ankle sprain. He could barely move on that thing. They, you know, He couldn't even walk the game before. It's going to be huge for Joe Burrow and minuscule for Patrick Mahomes. But I think that that is enough. And, and, and Burrow knows. Uh, I don't know if you saw the interview, but they, they asked him about it. And he said, listen, they're, you know, they've been to this game five years straight. They're, they're still the team to beat. You know, I'm not – this isn't – I'm not caught up in anything. We're, we're still the underdogs. They're still the team to beat. And is that a little bit of quarterback fodder where, you know, you're feeding the the the, the storyline a little bit as the quarterback? Sure. But, I mean, he's right. So, you know, I think that this game as a whole means a lot more for Joe Burrow in the long run, in, like you said, in that, in that legacy than it does for Mahomes. So I think that – that's going to be enough to make this kind of a game. I'm expecting this game to be around like a like a 38 to 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 21 game. I, I think that this is a kind of an, a blowout here. I think that the Bengals are going to end up running away with this. Hmm. So it sounds like you like the over too, then uh, over the 48. Yeah, I mean, I do. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not going to mess with it, um, but. I personally, I do as well. Cool. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, I think it's probably an over game as well. So, all right, sir, let's take a break right here for a word from our sponsors. And then we're going to get right into this thing. I'm ready. And we're back, sir. It's time 
the San Francisco 49ers, the world champion 49ers, are heading to Philadelphia as a two-and-a-half or three-point dog. Uh, the total on this thing is 45-and-a-half. The 49ers on the money line, you can get it plus 132. You can lay $1.40 with the Eagles. Go ahead, buddy. Why are the birds going to win? Well, I mean, there's there's a lot of reasons that the Eagles are going to win this game. Um, realistically, what I'd like us to do here is I'd like us to I'd like us to put our bets out there and what we're taking, and then I want to hear your side of of this because I've been clamoring all week, waiting to hear the the reasoning behind your your very foolish statements earlier in the week after that game. And I, I just want to know them. So I'm going I'm giving up the points with the Eagles here. I'm taking I'm I'm taking the birds here minus the points. I don't care about it. Personally I think this is a at least two touchdown game. Um, I've got this game about twenty seven to ten in my head uh, in favor of the birds. And uh, that's where my money is going here. So Again, give me your bet, and then I want you to tell me why the 49ers are going to, I believe, crush the Eagles is what you said. I don't know if I said crush. Maybe it I was did. something. It was something like crush or annihilate. I don't know. There was, it was something I... very stupid that I read. No, I'm not so... smart enough to, to use the word annihilate. I, I, that one's not even in my vocab. I'm going to have to look that up. Maybe kill. Here. It might even been kill. Might have been something. But either way, it was it – was, it was a word that was disrespectful towards gotcha. the, towards right, the so number one seed. I'm, I, I'm not betting this game individually. I'm, I'm not. Okay. I have probably five units in cash total on uh, the Niners to win the NFC conference. And then, you know, I have another unit out there for them to win the Super Bowl. So, you know, essentially I have a very large bet on – the San Francisco money line. So well, we did. We we actually did. You know, for for the listeners at home who might not remember or weren't listening to us yet at the time, but um, and I know we're going back through all our shows right now to to get make sure we have every single bet that we put out future wise. But one of them was uh, the 49ers to win the NFC at plus seven fifty. Yeah. So, so I, I yeah I, I I bet that preseason and then uh, I bet it again when Trey Lance went down, I thought that the bet was dead. And then Jimmy Garoppolo came back. So I bet it again then, and I got a really good number. I think I got nine fifty to win the conference. And then I got 19 to one, I think to win the Super Bowl. So I locked in there. And then every, every free bet I've gotten on every book, I've just been, been slamming NFL futures. And, you know, I've, I've ended up with just a ton, a ton of, you know, win shares on the, the Niners. And I, I think I'm, I'm comfortable with it going into tomorrow. Um, the defense is fantastic. Now, yeah, there's a couple safeties back there you can exploit, and that's what the, the Eagles fans. Okay, sure. A, an entire secondary that yes. maybe you can exploit. Uh, but the run defense should bottle up Jalen Hurts and uh, Miles Sanders and whoever else is back there. You've got two linebackers, Kyle. Um, that Greenlaw. Yeah, stud. no, but, right. Fred yeah, Warner, stud. They can run with wide receivers. So, uh, you know, Goddard, I'm looking for uh, him to have an under uh, reception yards day. I do have that bet in my pocket. Um, but I, I think those linebackers are an absolute 
game changer. Uh, Nikki Bosa on the line will be able to create penetration. We're going to see if Jalen Hurts is actually all the way healthy. Um, you know, he didn't have as many designed runs last week. Um, you know, they, they relied on Gainwell and, and Miles Sanders. And uh, who's the other little guy they got back there? Boston um, Scott, baby. The Johnny Yeah, Boston Scott, that guy. Yeah, anytime touchdown. Free money. Yeah, man. It, it but, is. It yeah. is. But I, 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 you know, then on the, the other side of the ball, you've got two absolute lockdown corners uh, for the birds. You know, big play Slay and Bradbury. So I think we can exploit uh, the tight end. I think Kittle will have a good day. I think you're going to see Debo lined up all over the field. Christian McCaffrey, I don't expect much out of him, but when he's on the field, you have to pay attention. So um, is he a decoy? Not quite, but he's not going to be as effective as he was, you know, coming down the home stretch of the season. Uh, I do think that the anytime touchdown boost on DK, you should probably put that in. That that's that should be okay. Um, but that brings us to our boy Brock Purdy. And Kyle Shanahan, sir, really just simplifies uh, an offense for a quarterback. You have to be kind of smart, which I think is why Trey Lance couldn't get it done. Um, but that's why Jimmy Garoppolo looked pretty good. That's why Brock Purdy looks pretty good. I mean, he's got average skills, uh, but I think he's got a strong a strong head, and he's a good competitor. And I think he, he um, can operate within the game plan and there's just an embarrassment of weapons around him. I mean, Debo is awesome. Brandon Ayuk is awesome. Uh, you know, he learned how to catch the ball this year, which is pretty darn cool. And um, I, I just think Kittle in the middle, um, you know, I, and we saw it last week with the the Giants. I don't know if you'll, you'll remember back on our show, uh, but I said Richie James will probably be the only Giants receiver I would have any action on. And he was the only dude worth having any action on. He he got free. And I, I think maybe we'll see Kittle that way. Um, Out of the slot, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I just, I think there's some opportunities there. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. I just, I like this Niner side and I hope they get it done. Now I'm from Philadelphia, the Philadelphia area. So it's a kind of a scary proposition to, you know, put this on tape and then to, to share this podcast publicly. Uh, so I'll, I'll need maybe a little extra security around the old Hacienda. But why am I wrong? Why why do you like the birds? Put your fandom well, I'm aside. Gonna, yeah, I'm, I'm going to put fandom aside, um, and, and I'm going to go through uh, each level with you here. Um, let's start with the uh, – let's just start with the secondary where you started at, with the 49ers. Um, this secondary has been uh, honestly straight – putrid all year um they are a very very good tackling team they don't miss tackles especially those linebackers but the the corners don't miss tackles uh lemon however you say his name lemon year um has been rough and um the guy on the other side has been a, a decent corner so usually most teams go after lemon um but realistically they are the worst team in the league at defending passes 20 yards or more. They give up an over 50% uh, completion rating on balls like that. Um, if there's a team that can go deep on you, other than the Miami Dolphins, it's the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Jalen Hurts hits a ton of them. Uh, they have the wideouts to be able to do it. Uh, it doesn't matter. You, you can't 
a shade or shadow A.J. Brown because Devontae Smith is just as lethal, and we've seen that over the last few weeks. Um, so the deep ball is going to really hurt them. The reason why teams haven't been able to exploit it as much has been because of that front seven and because they get pressure. Um, that's not going to happen this game. They're going against the number one offensive line. Uh, Nick Bosa most of the time lines up on the uh, side of the right tackle, which is none other than the spot occupied by the best tackle in football. I don't don't give me Trent Williams bullshit. The tackle who hasn't given up a pressure since last year. The tackle who hasn't given up a sack in two years. Mr. Lane Johnson, who nullified Mika Parsons. He might not nullify. I know he's a little bit banged up. He's he's playing through that injury, but he's going to handle Bosa pretty well, in my opinion. Even if Bosa gets pressure, I'm not as worried about that. The line, the two linebackers you're talking about are abs- you're absolutely right about. They're freaks. They're fast. They tackle fantastically. I mean, it's it realistically like watching the game last week. It was like watching two Bobby Wagner's out there. It was crazy. Both of them can move. And neither one of them missed tackles. Um, But I think what we saw last week, the issue was with those linebackers is they are asked to do a lot. And they're asked to cover tight ends. And they're asked to cover guys in the slot. And what what does that do? Yeah, I mean, there was a play where Greenlaw covered CeeDee Lamb on a a fly route. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And he made the play. And stuck with him. And made the play. And stuck with him. Yeah. Listen – you're 100% right. But what did that do? It opened up lanes for Dak Prescott to run. And Dak Prescott chunked them on the ground last week. If he didn't suck throwing the football, Dallas wins that football game. If Tony Pollard doesn't go out, Dallas probably wins that football game. Um, Dak Prescott was able to chunk them on the ground. Now, there's going to be a little bit different game plan with Jalen Hurts, I'm sure, because you don't expect Dak Prescott to run the way that he did. But if you if you have to keep somebody there in a spy, it's going to open up somebody else. So, and we saw eventually when they stopped, when they didn't want to stop, you know, when they wanted to stop that Prescott and they didn't want to keep being a fucking Swiss cheese defense with him running right up through the offensive line, Dalton Schultz got open. And Dalton Schultz had a decent little game, called a touchdown. Dallas Goddard's better than Schultz. So, Will Schultz, it be game changing? Probably not. But a lot of Schultz's he's numbers. Somebody came, that you can. Yeah, Schultz's numbers came on that that last drive, and I know well, because called, I was on it. He called was, a touchdown early. It was like a one yard touchdown. Yeah, but he, but listen, I mean that's important down there because they have a very good run zone defense. So it's important to have a guy down there like that, like Dallas Goddard. Now I think Dallas Goddard is head and shoulders above what Dalton Schultz is. So it doesn't matter if you're talking about blocking, you're talking about you know, route running or catching the football, Dallas Goddard's better than Dalton Schultz. So they'll have a little bit more of their hands full. I'm not expecting Philly to crazily run the ball. They're not going to do what they did to Giants and and run for 280 yards. I'm not expecting that. Um, I think it's certainly closer to where you're expecting. I think that that's going to be their main focus is try and get pressure and try and stop the run force Jalen Hurts to show and prove that he's healthy and go out there and do it. So I'm not expecting huge numbers out of Miles Sanders in this game. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. 
That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy, insane, maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. We're the other two running backs. Um, But you look at what teams have given the 49ers trouble all year, and it's teams of running quarterbacks. They lost to the Chicago Bears. They lost to the Atlanta Falcons, two teams with running quarterbacks. This team is not, you know, they're not bulletproof, this defense. Um, Another thing that I want to point out, flip it around, Eagle side, secondary. We know about Soleil. We know about Bradbury. We know that the safeties are very serviceable, and they certainly get help by having the corners be so fucking good. But they're both serviceable guys. you talked about Richie James. Now, Richie James did have a good game last year or last week. And primarily he works out of that slot position. And the Eagles were actually um, the number 27th team in the league this year defending out of the slot. Yeah, it's bad. After Avante Maddox went down. While Avante Maddox was there, do you know what number they were? Six. One. Oh. Number one. The number one team out of the slot. Guess who's back this week? Avante Maddox. Not on the injury report. He's back. He's ready to go. Full participant. He's going to come out ready to play. This team is going to give trouble. Now let's move to that defensive line. Because we can't compare the Eagles linebackers to the 49ers. It's not close. I love TJ Edwards and, and, and what he's been able to do. He helps that defense. He helps keep them, you know, alive and out there. Um, you know, Kaiser White's been a decent little thing. Those are two pretty fast guys who can cover a little bit. I think if there's one person I'm on the overs for in this 49ers offense, it's absolutely George Kittle too. So I think you're hundred percent right with that. Um, defensive line 49ers are, are pretty good. They have a pretty decent pressure rate. Um, I believe they're top five. Uh, Nick Bosa, absolute freak. 18 and a half sacks this year, absolute stud. Do you know the sack number for the next guy on his team? I do not. Six. Five, five and a half. Okay, close. The Eagles have four guys over 10. And one of them is Hassan Reddick, who's a freak. They are six or seven sacks away from the all-time record, including the playoffs. 
Um, they have 75 through their games, and they have a less game because they're the one seed. So this is a team that's averaging six or seven sacks a game and have been for the last eight weeks of the year. Uh, they are a freak show. It doesn't matter who it is. Now, McGlinchey on the San Francisco line had a little bit of trouble last week. Notre Dame, love him. I know. I love him too. But he had some trouble last week. And they had to – I believe one of the reasons that – Christian McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell weren't as effective as they were because they needed to give McGlinchey a little bit of help. And it's not going to get any easier with Hassan Reddick over there because he should have been in the defensive player of the year finalist as well. Um, he's a freak and he's played lights out this year. I believe he is at 16 and a half sacks. Um, I think 17 and a half or something like that through the, through these playoffs. Um, he's an absolute freak. You have Javon Hargrave, you have um, uh, uh, Brandon Graham, who both of those guys have 11. Uh, Josh Sweat has 11 sacks. Fletcher Cox has nine sacks. Uh, this, this team is, is freakish. <clears throat> One of the biggest issues and the realistically at full strength, when you know, and I say full strength meaning with Jalen Hurts on the field, uh, this Philadelphia Eagles team lost one game, and that was to the Washington commanders as we know uh it was a very ugly game it was a turnover centric game and we saw what happened with them is brian robinson chewed them up on the ground since that week the eagles have had a top 10 run defense since signing dominica sue and linval joseph to this team this defense has been criminally underrated in the media based off of all of the attention that the offense has gotten and all of the attention that San Francisco has gotten. So looking at all of the stats for these teams, you know, and going through all of the different mental simulations that I've been working on, uh, shout out to one Mr. Highslop for that. Um, I look at the totality of circumstances here and knowing what San Francisco wants to do to you on a regular basis is – Offensively, they want to be able to run the football and they want to be able to have Brock Purdy have quick first read options. When Brock Purdy got pressured last week, he had a 32 quarterback rating. 32. Very, very ugly, very bad. The pressure that's going to come from the Eagles is going to be way worse than what Dallas was able to generate. And Dallas kept them at 19 points. That was a very impressive workload that Dallas put on them last week. Brock Purdy never looked comfortable. Realistically, he, he didn't look comfortable against Seattle. He had one quarter in that Seattle game where they scored three touchdowns in 10 plays. And that's why they won that game. Not to mention that we go outside of that. And both of those were home games. Brock Purdy hasn't had to come into Philadelphia and play. This is a completely different atmosphere. This is a completely different place to play. Daniel Jones just saw it for the first time. First time Daniel Jones has ever played in front of Eagles fans because hurt first year, COVID protocol second year, hurt third year, rested at the end of the year this past year, and then went and played him in the playoffs and looked lost, lost. The ticket master or whoever does the tickets um, has put out the, uh, the ticket differential for this NFC 
uh, conference championship in Philadelphia. And it looks like they are assuming that 15% of the tickets have been bought by uh, 49ers fans, which means you're going to have, you know, they 49ers talked about it all week. Oh, it's not that loud there. We're going to have a red wave there. You've got 15% of that stadium, 15%. That's not a lot. You're yeah. in Philly. There's going to be issues. So, Looking at the totality of circumstances, I see the 49ers winning this game in one way, generating turnovers, and two, having short third downs and being able to keep it alive with small, you know, third and two, third and three, George Kittle, get me a first down and let's keep, let's let's stay on offense here. Let's stay on offense. Christian McCaffrey, let's stay on offense here. Debo Samuel, if the Eagles can stop that, and they can force them into third and five, third and six most of the time, Brock Purdy's not going to be able to sit in there and read this Eagles defense. He's going to be completely out of his mind. Another thing that just happened is the two Eagles head uh, uh, coordinators were up for head coaching jobs. It looks like both of them are coming back, and not because they couldn't get a job, but because it looks like they want to be in Philadelphia. So these are two guys who are laser-focused on this game who want to be with this team. They're not out there fielding a bunch of offers, going on a bunch of interviews, thinking about what's next. They are focused on this football game. Nick Sirianni, Kyle Shanahan, I still give the edge to Shanahan. I do think he's still a better coach. Sirianni's great, but he still has some more to prove. Shanahan has proved it the entirety of his, of his you know, life in this league. It's been fantastic. He's a fantastic coach. He's not great at winning the big one, though. And yeah, he- he um, he's not nearly as aggressive as Sirianni for sure. That's so, another thing. Yeah. You, this is going to be um, a game where you have to be aggressive if you want to beat this Eagles team. And I'm sorry, but in my, you know, and this is not a homer field, but in my perspective, the best spot to be if you're the 49ers is not to be trying to be aggressive with this defense with a rookie quarterback who's never played an away game in the playoffs, and he's going to the worst fucking place you can go to to play an away playoff game. Listen, Seattle's fucking loud. That's the 12th man. This is mean territory. This is fucked up territory. This is this is going to be a completely different thing. It was so bad that Eli Manning said, I will never go back to that stadium. Yeah, I mean, I, and he I wasn't even playing. Yeah, I, I wouldn't wear a wouldn't wear a Niners jersey uh, to the to the field if you're if you're listening to this and attending tomorrow's game and you're a 49ers fan. It's a very small window of people I believe I'm talking to right now. Don't wear a Niners jersey. It's 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 not good there at the link. That's for sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, dude. I I mean I I get you. I get you. And but sometimes you just have to go against all the public perception. Now, there's a, a very thin line between doing that and then ignoring what's real. And the Eagles are good. The Niners are pretty good. So I I, I don't think it's a route like you're describing. I, I do think the Eagles have some edges. I think the Niners have some edges. Um, so really what it comes down to is who wins the turnover batter, battle, who controls the clock. And just a, another – just a small piece of my handicap – kind of looks at the the Washington Commanders. You know, we're going to circle back to them, and you probably think I'm nuts. But I think the Commanders are like a poor man's version of the Niners. 
I think they like to do a lot of the same things. Um, you know, you talked about ball control, lots of short third downs. The commanders, that's where they were comfortable. And, you know, that is the game plan that they beat the Eagles with, you know, during the season. They ran the ball 49 times, I think, or 50 times or something. Uh, Terrell Heineke didn't throw any touchdown passes, and he had an interception. I, I think I think we may see a, a, a very similar stat line uh, for Purdy. I, I don't think, um, you know, he's going to be asked to do too incredibly much. I think we're going to see Elijah Mitchell, um, you know, tote the rock a little bit more than than usual. Christian McCaffrey on a lot of swing passes. I think they're going to get creative in, in getting Debo the ball, C-Mac the ball, you know, just in weird spots on the field, quick quick outs like extended handoffs, and, and see what happens. And I think we're going to see a lot of short third downs, and the 49ers are going to have to convert them. Are the Eagles going to win? Probably. Um, but I just think I'm, I'm just going to go against the grain here. It seems like everybody is on the birds. And, uh, you know, I, I have these these futures tickets, so I might as well be with the Niners. So if if the Niners win this, I'll be buying a Brock Purdy jersey to go along with my Justin Fields and Baker Mayfield uh, collection for 2022-23. And uh, I don't know. I just I, I hope that happens. If it doesn't, hey, man, you know, you're going to be a happy dude and we'll have a nice Super Bowl party either way. So, um, yep. you know. However it works out, maybe I'll get my crockpot back from from six years ago. But do you have anything? Do you have anything to add? Are there any any player props? Any anything you like? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go through a few player props um, tomorrow uh, in the morning and and kind of see what I like. There's there's certainly some things that I like. Um, You know, I know that we throw a a lot of them out here for for people. Uh, One obviously was that we both like Kittle overs in this game. Um, you know, I think that – I think the 49ers score one touchdown tomorrow, and I think it's George Kittle. Um, I, I'm, I think that this – you can talk about getting creative all you want. We can sit back and go, they've got all the weapons. They absolutely do. They've, they've got an embarrassment of riches. Brock Purdy has been asked to do first look – situations and Dallas were able to stop them, create pressure. And every time he was able, he rolled out, it was not a good result. He didn't make any plays. And there's, if there's a team that you don't want to get in short situations like that, where you're going first read, it's a team that has two stud corners and realistically three stud corners because Avante Maddox is probably the best slot corner in the game. So Unless your first read every time is George Kittle, you you're going to be looking at some issues. Um, Nothing so, wrong with George Kittle being your first read. No, it, it's not. But you can't win a game like that. You know what I mean? So it's. I think that we're going to see the Chiefs um, did last week. The Chiefs did last week, and we got to see Trevor Lawrence and an away game in the headlights, and it wasn't pretty. Either game that he played wasn't pretty. So, you know, he had a great second half in that Chargers game, but that first half was fucking Nathan Peterman bad. So, you know, listen, there's there's going to be issues here. The, the disrespect as a whole that Philadelphia sports teams gets is a little bit ridiculous. Um, 
there's a lot of the the talking heads on on national media and, and four letter network and and things that are talking about um, the four best quarterbacks left in this playoff and they ranked them Mahomes one Burrow two Brock Purdy three Jalen Hurts four <laughs> what come on now come on now there look it up look it up there's a ton of people who who said it like that um, listen man it's this realistically if Jalen Hurts plays the full season, he probably wins the MVP. Um, maybe Mahomes still wins it, but he's certainly the number two. He might still end up being second in voting. But realistically, he was right there with Mahomes all year in what he was able to do. Um, not only that, but, you know, you look at other Philadelphia areas. I mean, look at what the NBA is going on with, with Embiid right now. Uh, he's the scoring leader in, in, the, in the entire NBA. And he's not starting on the all-star team. He's number two in the MVP vote. James Harden, who I told you was going to be fantastic this year and has been fantastic this year, is number eighth in MVP voting. And he's not going to make the all-star team. That's fucking blasphemy. So, and then we got to finally see, again, we always get it once a year, but we got to see Joel and B today. And I know that you you had a little bit on this. That's kind of why I'm transferring to, to this as well, because I know you hit a bet on this today as, as well as I did. But um, we got to see Embiid versus the Joker today. And Embiid fucking cooks him. He destroyed him. It, it wasn't it, – they didn't look like they played in the same freaking league. So this is what happens. This is a normal Philly thing. And – Overall totalities of of circumstances here. Um, if there's one person that I I feel like you don't want to doubt right now, it's Jalen Hurts. And I know you've been waiting for this all season long, but here's my official apology, Jalen Hurts. I'm sorry, I was wrong. Wow, you looked this right guy, into the, you looked right into the camera. Right into when the camera. Yeah, I was wrong. I hated Jalen Hurts at the beginning of the season. I hated him when they drafted him. I hated everything about it. Um, it certainly ran Carson out of town. Now, with that being said, I think that if they don't draft him, I think the Eagles are still in a pretty decent spot because I believe Carson still has it in him. I think his his mind is 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 snapped like a twig. With that being said, <clears throat> Jalen Hurts, I was wrong about. The kid is a stud. He's improved on every single thing that I had an issue with, he, and not just improved, but at a stellar improvement rate. Um, his arm's not the strongest in football at, at you know, at probably not even the top 10, but his timing this year has been impeccable. And what he's been able to do, especially with a, a brand new wide receiver in A.J. Brown that they just got in the offseason, has been phenomenal. Um he quelled every issue that I had with him. Um, nobody ever, you know, that was a Jalen Hurts, you know, quote unquote hater had an issue with Jalen Hurts, um, you know, intangibles. That was never the question. The question was his ability to play. And that was my question. And listen, he, 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 he killed it. He played great. Uh, I waited all year because I wanted to see what he did in the playoffs and he went out there and he won a playoff game. And not just one, but looked phenomenal. Um, I know you kind of hit on it. It's, you know, he didn't, there wasn't as many designed runs. There wasn't, 
early on in that game, he ran the ball. He ran the ball well. He ran the ball. He took it. He actually lowered his shoulder and, and went into a guy, took a hit um, into, I think it was, a, a, I think it was two Giants defenders um, to make sure that he got that first down. Uh, I think that he's absolutely fine. I think realistically what happened is they got so far up in that game that he didn't have to take the hits anymore. So why do it? Why run him and put him at a higher risk for injury when you don't have to? So I'm not as worried about that as, as maybe you might be. But, um, yeah, the, the official apology for Jalen Hurts is out. Um, King, King Kyle was wrong about that. Uh, I am wrong. I have no problem saying when I am wrong, unless it has to do with Carson Wentz. And uh, I, I was wrong. So I'm, And I, I told you this beginning of the season. Either one thing's going to happen. Either I'm going to be absolutely right or I'm going to be wrong and I'm still going to be happy, which I am, because this team has two first-round picks, including a top 10 first-round pick. And they have two seconds as well, I believe. This team is set up for the long run. Um, I don't care about having to pay Jalen Hurts. I, I don't care. Pay him. You have to pay him now. Um, I would not do, with that being said, I would not do a 10-year Mahomes deal or anything like that. I would give him – a four-year contract or a five-year contract, give him a lot guaranteed. That's fine with me. But he is a running quarterback, and we've seen what's happened. You cannot put everything into that. You can't put a 10-year hook on this franchise like you could with Mahomes or you can with Burrow or Herbert or Allen or one of these guys who – Allen's a little bit scary, but Burrow and Mahomes don't put themselves in a ton of danger when it comes to running. They can run, but – this is a heavy part of Jalen Hurts' game, and it's a heavy part of Josh Allen's game. So I, I, don't, I wouldn't go crazy on the, on the length of, of the contract, but you pay the man. Pay the yeah, man and get it over with. Yeah, like the guys you, you talk about are kind of like Peyton Manning, you know. Um, just get down. Get out of the way. Don't take the big hit. And uh, another one of, one of his guys, Marvin Harrison, you know, had such great longevity because he just never took that big hit, you know, uh, but Jalen hurts does put himself in harm's way uh, quite a bit. Now, another thing you said, just to circle back, uh, you talk about, uh, you know, deciding and, and uh, putting player props out tomorrow, generally terrible idea to wait till, till game day. But in situations like this, when we have two spotlight games and it especially goes, um, you know, for the Super Bowl player props, it's almost better to wait on on player props this time of year. Let the public drive the number, you know, and then scoop up their mistakes. Let them move things the wrong way, and and take advantage. So, um, you know, you can you can certainly hit openers if you have a strong feel or if your model predicts something and, and there's just something way out of line. But you know, on some of these guys, you're going to be able to find good good value the day of. Um, you know, particularly unders, if you like unders, because uh, like I said, these are spotlight games. These are games everybody's eyes are on. This is the last chance to bet NFL football uh, until, you know, preseason for the D-Gens. Um, So people are going to be going to be betting this and they're going to be betting it um, not safely either. There, there's the, the uh, amount of handle will certainly, certainly be up. Uh, because everybody wants to to bet on these things and they, to get a little crazy. So, uh, you know, stay disciplined, find some spots that you can just mash. And, you know, unders might be the way 
from here on out uh, because people love overs. People love betting overs and scores and multi touchdowns and stuff like that. So there's going to be opportunities waiting till tomorrow is completely fine. And it, it might even be the smartest move. So I applaud you, sir. Yeah. I think, um, you know, anytime you get down to this, you know, in a regular week of NFL football, you you've got, you know, 11 games or so to, to, you know, figure out whatever you want to do with. And you can bet however you want to bet. So, you know, when you're down to just two games, you know, that's when people get antsy. And, you know, you want to see the fireworks as a fan. You want to see a crazy, you know, a crazy game by Christian McCaffrey. You want to see him, you know, 140 yards, you know, combined. And, you know, what did he have last last week? Not Under. a lot. Not a lot. Under to the um, window. Yeah. And realistically, you know, this game – this, this Eagles-Niners game might be tough to run a lot of unders. Um, that's probably where most of my overs are going to be that I play. Um, personally, right now, I'm, I'm looking at Devontae Smith receptions. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm probably looking at a, uh, you know, a Jalen Hurts rushing type, type deal and, and to see how many he has. Because uh, I, I think that's going to be a pretty big part of the game plan. Um, and then I'm probably looking at, like, a A.J. Brown over yardage as well. Yeah, I, I just talked about all these unders I liked. I'm I'm, I'm also on AJ Brown over 17 and a half. I'm on Jalen Hurts yeah. over one and a half um, passing touchdowns as well. So, yeah. But I think that's the game to go over because this is where the public's going to look at two defenses and go, "Wow, look at these defenses!" And wow, they're going to be so hard. It's going to be such a good game. I think the other side, the the game where we're you know kind of a, a little jaw dropped by the offense's abilities. I think that's where you go to the unders. So I think, you know, I love Chase, but, you know, I think that, you know, it's it's more so, you know, you're looking under at some of these other guys. You're looking at, at, at under for Nixon. You're looking at under for, you know, anybody not named Travis Kelsey. You know, I, I think that that's the smart way to go. So, you know, we'll get into them. I, I don't want to give too much out here as well because we do have a book club that we, that we you know, contribute to as well. Um, which, listen, why don't you tell them a little bit about the book club before we go? Because I know you and I just both hit a couple of nice ones today as well in the Sixers game. Yeah. Um, you can join the book club at thedgens.net, or you can use my personal favorite link, everyonehateswentz.com. Um, you know, we give out all our plays. And cool thing, this time next week, Kyle, we're going to be talking racing because there's the exhibition at the Coliseum, and last year there was a full market to bet. Outrights, head-to-heads, the whole shebang. There's heat races, and we bet them all. And I am so excited that, you know, we're going to get to be doing that next week. And, um, boy, yeah, you, you had a nice hit in the book club. You had the, the Sixers live, I think, plus 360 or something like that. Yeah, um, I think it was 350 at halftime. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And then also I woke up to a pretty sweet winner I had Arnya Sabalenka to win the ladies Australian Open at seven to one. I had one point two units on that. So that was an eight point four unit bang job. Um, that was nice to wake up to. And then we're gonna sweep the board tonight because I got Novak in the men's final and that that should be free money. So um I don't know where else you can get sweeps on majors in tennis on both the men's and women's side, but uh you can get one at everyonehateswents.com. Kyle, what do you got? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, 
I'm very excited about this racing stuff, man. We have coming, you know, we're going to be bringing, uh, you know, betting everything with wheels to the, to the out of bounds show and, and, and rocking it here and bringing Steve in and, and getting it going. Um, I know we have some big news coming up, you know, regarding you and, uh, and, and, and Steve. So I think that's really, really exciting. Um, another thing is, is that the out of bounds show is kind of uh, expanding a little bit. So I wanted to let all the listeners here know, uh, you know, if you, if you have Twitter, it's still the same thing. Speedway Steve two is for Phil King Kyle bets is for me. Um, you can go there, you can hit, we have link trees everywhere. Out of bounds show now has an Instagram. We have a YouTube account that we will be uh, posting some, you know, live shows when we start going more live here and uh, some videos when we kind of start getting into that. Um, but, you know, we've kind of expanded a little bit, you know, trying to trying to web out a little bit. So yeah, we're almost like we're almost like a, a girl with OnlyFans. You know, you have to click that yeah. little link and then it takes you to all the links. That's us. We have all the links, but no feet links. In listen, unless unless that's some something that you guys are into, send a DM um, to King Kyle Betts. I I they're not going to be the prettiest things out there, but you know, to each their own. But yeah, man, I, I'm excited about this racing stuff we have coming out. Uh, you know, and listen, not for nothing, but we got XFL and USFL coming up after the NFL too, man. So this is you know almost nonstop football action throughout the year. Baseball coming back, racing. Tennis, golf, I mean, you know, the amount of picks that you get out of this book club, you know, Max is over there, you know, doing well in NHL right now. Uh, Arch always does well. So in everything. You know, yeah, yeah, man. Arch is, Arch is a, a sharp bitch. So, you know, get over there if you can. Uh, now's the time to, to get in there. Three-day free trial, um, which, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty close to just free money over there, which can, you know, end up – you know, covering your, 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 your fees here for, uh, you know, three, four freaking years. Yeah. So, the, the boost channel alone was up 16 units last night, yeah. last night. Yeah. So, so I get into there. So uh, other than that, man, that's, and, and uh, like, like you said, you know, and like I did today, you know, you get some pretty decent live plays in there too. So I took that, that Sixers money line at halftime. They were down 15, um, I knew Joel was not going to lose that game to, to Jokic. So um, that was a, a, a little, a little unit on the, on the money line there for the Sixers at plus, plus, you know, the, the three fifty. you hit Joel Embiid first basket. I believe it was plus four twenty five. I forgot about that. Yeah. Plus four fifty mm. on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Four fifty. Yeah. So, um, but those are just some of the things that, that you don't get by just listening to the show or just following us on Twitter. You know what I mean? The, the, the DJs, in, in the book club get to, you know, they get the first dibs. So get in there, especially now that we're coming up on this racing season, because uh, there is not a, a, a better group of cappers than, than Phil and Steve for this NASCAR stuff. So, you know, get in there because you're going to get these plays a day and a half before everybody else does. So go. get in there immediately um, to, to, to just go just win some crazy money. So Kyle, send them home. That's, that's everything that we have for you tonight. Um, everybody enjoy the games tomorrow. Enjoy watching, you know, my, my undefeated record in the playoffs continue. Uh, you know, let's watch these, let's watch these Eagles just absolutely destroy the, the 49ers tomorrow. And uh, for everybody else, adios muchachos. Fuck you, Kyle.
Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.